What's going on, Since the Sandbox fans? It's your favorite host, Steve, back on the podcast with the Week 15 Fantasy Football Rankings. A little different this week. Haven't done a solo episode in a little bit, but Kev forgot his notes at work, so we gave you guys the Fantasy Football Awards. Make sure to go and check that out in the coming weeks, the Fantasy Football Awards show, our second time doing that. Awesome time. You know, you guys can check that out on YouTube, on the podcast. But, you know, going through the, you know, the MVPs, Rookie of the Year, some of the most annoying fantasy football players of the year, and and just so much more. So that's one of the best episodes we come out with every single year. So go and stay tuned to that. Before we get into the Week 15 Fantasy Football Rankings, go to SinsaSandbox.net. Get your new merch, the Sinsa Sandbox beanies. We got some crewnecks. We got some hoodies. So go and check those out. Shout out to our guy, Nick Gonzalez at Time Away Clothing with the brand new clothing line, the brand new drop. Just came out December 15th. Go and check out Time Away and get yours now. You guys know I don't do Thursdays. This Thursday game is the 49ers at Seahawks. And we finally got some football on a Saturday this week. 1, 4, and 8 o'clock. Colts at Vikings, Ravens at Browns, and Dolphins at Bills. So, jumping in. With the list at 10, quarterbacks Trevor Lawrence going against Dallas. He's been balling out in the recent weeks, and Jacksonville's been playing a lot better. So this is a team that's looking to stay hot, and I know Dallas is you know, coming off of a, a weird game versus Houston. They still got the win, but definitely a, a performance that they weren't expecting. Just outside of my top 10, I have Tua going against Buffalo. Buffalo's expecting seven inches of snow. Not sure that's a great recipe for a Miami quarterback in Tua, but going to be an interesting game, and that's very important for the AFC East final. At nine, this is crazy. First time on the list. If Kev was in here, he'd go crazy with this pick. At nine, I have Mike White for the New York Jets. Probably the first time I have a New York Jet quarterback within my top 10 fantasy football rankings since we've done the podcast. Going against Detroit, definitely think that the Jets are due for a win. And the Lions have been hot, but I definitely think that Mike White and the Jets can, can make some noise versus Detroit. At 8, I have Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes going against Washington. Statistically, this dude balls at Washington in his three career games there. This is a very important game for the Giants going against the Commanders. And this is for, you know, a higher playoff spot. This is for, you know, a better seed in the division. Very important. I'm so happy that this game got flexed to Sunday night. At 7, I have Kirk Cousins going against Indy. Minnesota has struggled the past couple of weeks, you know, but Josh, Justin Jefferson has continued, you know, his successful offense and things like that. But definitely expect, you know, the Vikings to come out ready to play and to put some points up this week going against Indy. At 6, I have Dak Prescott going against Jacksonville. I, I definitely think that the Cowboys should put up some points in this one. The Jacksonville defense has some good pass rushes, but not too worried about anybody in the secondary to cover those wide receivers. At 5, I have Justin Herbert going against Tennessee. At 4, right above him, I have Joe Burrow. He has a little bit of a tougher, tougher matchup than Justin Herbert going against Tampa Bay, but definitely think that Burrow has been hot. You know, the Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC right now. And Tampa Bay, you know, has definitely been an underperforming football team to this point. At 3 and 2 and 1, you got your usual suspects. I got Mahomes. Allen and Hurts in that order. Mahomes has a big game going against Houston, you know, one of the worst defenses 
in the NFL. But, you know, they've played some teams close recently, so definitely think that that can be the case in, in this game. But I expect Josh Allen to put up in a snow game versus Miami, and Jalen Hurts going against Chicago or anybody for that matter. You're riding with that that matchup. Going over to the running backs, this list, you know, I kind of left some big guys off this list, so I'll start off with that. I do not have Aaron Jones with J.K. Dobbins on my list this week. Some of you guys might hate that, not going to lie, but it's all good. It's the fantasy playoffs. we got to get you guys the right picks and the right points to get a win this week. At 15, I have Jarek McKinnon going against Houston. He's been able to be a lot more involved recently and just think that he's going to continue to do that. You know, his skill set with Patrick Mahomes' scramble ability definitely complements each other, and he's been taking a couple big plays to the house, so definitely expect that to continue. At 14, in the same backfield, I got Pachenko, so this dude gets the ball in between the tackles, makes an impact, makes a difference, and Definitely, you know, can see him on angry runs a couple of times with, with Kyle Brandt, the way he runs the football. At 13, I got Kamara. You just have to have him outside the top 10 at this point. But going against Atlanta, you know, I think he can be a focal point for the Saints. 12, I got Najee right above him at Carolina. I think that this is a matchup that they can take advantage of. I expect both teams to stay competitive in this with you know, Carolina and, and the Steelers, but whoever has the bigger playmaker on, on their fit on their sideline is going to end up making the difference. At 11, I have Zeke at Jacksonville, so he's my second Dallas Cowboy running back on this rankings list. You guys will hear Tony Pollard a little bit higher on the rankings. You might think it's crazy, but I definitely think uh, Pollard deserves to be ahead of Zeke here at 11. At 10, I have Saquon, and that could be a little bit low for, for some of you Saquon owners, but Washington's defense knows that Saquon Bakwe is our best player on offense, and they're going to try and stop him the best that they possibly can. So definitely think that they'll make that a focal point. Definitely can still see him uh, getting in the end zone. Saquon Bakwe, you know, he's, he's a matchup-proof guy, and the Giants are going to li- live and die with, with Saquon Bakwe throughout the rest of this year. At 9, right above him, call me crazy, but I got Damian Pierce going against Kansas City. I think if Houston wants to stay involved in this game and keep it close, he's going to have to run the ball and keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. The more that they're on the field, the more points that they're just going to score, plain and simple. At 8, I have Miles Sanders, and he's been consistently putting up points last week versus the Giants. He definitely ate. I expect that to continue this week versus Chicago if the Philly Eagles have a big offensive game. At 7, Josh Jacobs going against New England. I, I know that this could be a little bit low. This is this is a guy that we talked about in the Fantasy Football Award show, but just keep in mind that Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Raiders, is going against Bill Belichick and, and the New England Patriots. So definitely think that Belichick knows a way to stop McDaniels, and you could say the same thing about uh, McDaniels for Belichick, but just think that you have to you know forfeit to the master here, and that, that's Bill B in this matchup. At six, this is high, but I have Jonathan Taylor going against Minnesota. If the Colts are going to score, it's going to be because of Jonathan Taylor. At five, I have Nick Chubb. Some people might not like the defensive matchup going against Baltimore, but I think the Browns are going to keep it close in this one. Deshaun Watson's back, and they're going to try and build a better offense and see if they can make a playoff push. At four, I have Dalvin Cook going against Indy. He had a fumble last week, but it was huge, you know, him getting in the end zone. Expect him to have, you know, a big week. At three, this is where I have Tony Pollard. So this could be, you know, a really high spot. But at Jacksonville, I expect his skill set to, you know, really be 
a kryptonite for that Jacksonville defense and, you know, continue to be, you know, a, a huge strength for that Cowboys offense and kind of matchup proof at this point. At two and one in the same game, I have Eckler and Henry. These have been two of the best consistent backs in all of fantasy football and you're trusting these guys and playing them with, you know, hope of 20 plus points a week. All right, guys, we're jumping in with the wide receivers. At 15 here, I have Amari Cooper. At 14, I have rookie Garrett Wilson going against Detroit. I think he's going to continue to put up points. And, you know, this is someone that's going to be, you know, in debate for rookie of the year. At 13, I have Devonta Smith. It's just hard to not have both of these Philly Eagles wide receivers in your fantasy rankings with the way that they score the ball. At 12, in the big division game in the NFC East, I have Terry McLaurin going against the Giants. You know, if Adoree Jackson is still going to be missing time, he's someone that, that's absolutely going to benefit from playing backups. At 11, I got the rookie Christian Watson. I know that this could be a little bit high, but we talked about his stats and, and what he's been able to do since week 10. 27 targets, 7 touchdowns. This dude is putting up and he's on fire. I know the Packers aren't a great team, but you have to ride a hot hand in fantasy football when you got one. At 10, I got a Monroe St. Brown a little bit low, but I think that this is going to be a tough matchup this week going against Sauce. Even if he goes in the slot, I definitely think that, you know, Sauce can, can shadow him a little bit. He'll line up anywhere in the field to show his skill set and who he is as a competitor. But St. Brown, you know, is always catching, you know, seven plus passes a game. At 9, I have D-Hop. This is a little bit low. He had an off week last week going against the Patriots. And, you know, going against Denver, I definitely think that this is another week where he could struggle a little bit, especially with Kyle Murray missing some time. At 8, I have Keenan Allen going against Tennessee. I think that this can be a high-scoring game. But Keenan Allen is, you know, a main recipient in that Chargers offense. And Justin Herbert's playing great football at this moment. At 7, I have C.D. Lamb going against Jacksonville. I think that this is going to be, you know, a high-scoring game. And C.D. Lamb, you know, is still going to continue to put up as one of the best receivers in the NFL. And, you know, this offense, whether it's Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Schultz, Zeke, whoever, you know, is taking their turn at being successful through the game, that's going to be important coming down to the end of the season, having that variety and diversity in that offense. At 6, I have Jamal Chase going against Tampa Bay. We don't know the status of T. Higgins. Last week, he definitely missed some time that we didn't think, you know, he actually was going to miss. And you, you, you kind of have to, you know, be wary of that and think that Jamal Chase is just going to be, you know, the main beneficiary from that. At 5, I have Devontae Adams going against New England. I definitely think that they're going to try and slow down Adams and Jacobs. I think if they had to choose one of the two, they'd probably choose to slow down Jacobs a little bit more and just see, you know, how lucky, you know, Adams gets going against, you know, the Pats cornerbacks. At four, I have Tyreek Hill going against Buffalo. I, I just think, you know, the way he scores points, you know, even even that, that fumble, too bad you don't get rushing yards for that play. I definitely think that you should have. But Tyreek Hill deserves recognition as a top five fantasy wide receiver every single week. At three, I have Justin Jefferson going against Indy. At two, I have Stephon Diggs. And one... Brand new number one this week. I have A.J. Brown at Chicago. Definitely think that he's going to continue to ball. Coming over to the tight ends. At five, I have Hawkinson going against Indy. At four, I got Njoku going against Baltimore. At three, I have Dalton Schultz. Two, I have Andrews. And one, I have Kelsey. The kickers, I have McPherson, Dicker, Bass, Tucker, and Bucker. And then the defenses, I have New England going against Vegas. Like I said, I definitely think that New England is going to get the better of Josh McDaniels this week. 
Four, I have Baltimore going against Cleveland. I know Cleveland might be able to put up a good game against Baltimore, but um, I think their defense has been solid, and if Cleveland does win, I expect it to be a low-scoring game. At three, I have Green Bay going against the Rams. I know that they got a big a big win last Thursday night, but uh, don't expect them to get that lucky all the time. You know, if Baker Mayfield takes some steps, learns the offense, and he had more playmakers, it might be a different story. At two, I have Philly going against Chicago. think that that's a great matchup. Even though Justin Fields has been playing good ball, definitely think that that's one of the better defenses in the league. And at one, Kansas City going against Houston. This is the one of the worst offenses in the league with Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll. Definitely think that you're riding the Kansas City defense over any other defense in the NFL. Since the Sandbox fans, these are the Week 15 Fantasy Football Rankings. Go and check out the rest of our content coming out every single week. And the content on Instagram, YouTube, you guys know the deal. Check out sensesandbox.net to get your merch. Leave a five-star review. Peace out.